Hey guys, welcome back to the Crazy Media channel. This is Let's Talk Digital with Official Goran. And today we have the founders of Crypto Kids Club, Badger, Dice, and Anthropic. Hey guys, welcome to the channel. It's good to have you. And it's always good to have a fresh new uh, project when it's just starting because we just have too much to talk about. <laughs> Absolutely. Thanks for having us. We're excited to uh, right. be a part of this. Yeah, happy Great. to be here. Awesome. Yeah. So, Good to get our faces out there. <laughs> yeah, finally. I, I think this is the first time we'll be showing you. This is the first interview. Right? Yeah. Awesome. I've been on one before back in December time. Um, it wasn't about a project I was involved with. Though. Okay. Okay. So, for starters, let's just get into it. Uh, let's introduce Crypto Kids Club for everybody watching. So, Crypto Kids Club, CKC, we are an event-based uh, PFP project, and we're focused on providing the community with what we call interactive puzzles. And they are based off of cryptography, multimedia, internet sleuthing. There's a variety of different puzzles that we're bringing to the project, um, because at every stage, we kind of want to reward the community for participating and being curious and putting in some effort. So rewards will come in the form of maybe some roles in the Discord, all the way up to valuable NFTs, even ADA prizes. Um, so that's, that's the core concept of what we're building. And the, uh, the lore behind it, we're gonna be releasing a little bit more in the coming weeks, but effectively, the, the core of it is there are some kids out there and that's related to our profile picture images. If you've seen those um, that come together and they're forming this, this club and they're in, they're inviting the Cardano community to take part and to join us. So right now our discord is private, um, but we've set some teaser puzzles up um, one of them is currently live, for example. Um, one of them, I might say, check the comments below. Um, we have some, some fun things that we're working on to get people into the Discord early. If you do break into the Discord right now, you will earn an OG role, for example. Um, so again, it just kind of boils down to, we, we understand we're in a bear market. And so we want to provide something that is entertaining and fun for the community, even before we get close to minting. So that's the premise of Crypto Kids Club, CKC, is we're all about puzzles. Okay, so we all do love some OG rules for ourselves. Uh, right. So, yeah, people do look out for their tweets and the comment down below, for sure. And okay, so now when you're talking interactive based project, right, interaction based project. So why an interaction based project? Because is, is there a demand for it? Do you just find it interesting? Is, is it something you would yourself have wanted to happen in the space earlier? Uh, so what's the motivational drive behind creating such a project? Uh, Badger, you want to take that one just to get some variety yeah, yeah of course 
you know, you can listen to a different voice. Um, not that Dyson's is poor. <laughs> Fine, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I think, you know, personally, I think it's something that we definitely um, would enjoy interacting with. And from like this, you know, the, the bits that we've seen, if other projects have done it, even in small amounts, or even, you know, for example, Entropy's done things like just personally, um, like agnostic of a project that I, I know I've been a part of and, and it was really fun doing. And additionally, it's something that I think, I, you know, as kind of alluded to in this kind of bear market, you know, keeping the interaction is something that I think is really important. Having something where people can just concentrate on having a good time and investigating things and so on um, would, you know, just, just help like kind of, you know, pass the time and get stuck in, um, you know, like, so for example, already, you know, uh, we've, we've already got an amount of, it's about 30, like several dozen people in our, in our discord who, you know, came in through like really light puzzles. So we already have like a small sample size to know that this is something um, that people, even on like the really small level that we've done so far is enjoyable. So when we like amp up, you know, the difficulty, there might be like competition elements and prizes and all that, you know, I'm, I'm really confident that it's something that a lot of the CNFT community are going to enjoy. Um, so even like, you know, just a couple of spaces I've been on just talking the project through right now, we've had a really good reception so far from the people we spoke about with this. And so, you know, we're really comfortable, comfortable and confident uh, going forward. Okay. Right. So in terms of activities, in what are you aiming for? What kind of activities do you want people to get involved in? Is it like a short time-based activity or is it like a task-based activity which goes on for a prolonged period of time? So what are the things you're planning around that? That's a great question. And I think it's all of the above. Um, we are approaching this project with, from various angles and there's going to be in various levels of interactivity. Um, it's difficult to talk details about it because it is a bit mysterious and we don't want to spoil anything. Um, but yes, on almost every level, there will be an element of puzzle included, um, whether that be like you had mentioned the Twitter, things like a comment down, down below, our Discord, um, leading into our website. Um, and significantly post-Mint, we're going to be launching some um, much larger interactive events, we'll call them. Okay, so now, since we are talking about the launching of the project, let's talk about the brains behind the project. So who's actually initiated the conversation of building this project and how long it, did it take for the whole team to come in and what was the behind the scenes for the initial period of the project? So it actually has, has started a few months ago with myself and the artist, um, his name's Blink. Um, so he's the man behind the artwork and he's been working on that for several months. Um, I then brought Badger on board. Um, how long ago was that Badger? Time flies. <laughs> I don't know, yeah, it but the rest of I is I want to say two, two, two or months? three more, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, then and then it grew from there. Yeah, um, you know, so through the Disco Solaris community, um, Entropy had been kind of doing a few 
you know, even though we didn't know it at the time, this was like several months ago, he kind of set some things just through a blog post talking about um, NFTs and community and culture and so on. And, and within them, there was like embedded puzzles that at the time no one knew about. And then it was very shortly after Dice um, spoke to me about this. And I was like, oh, there's this guy and he's done some incredible things that are really interactive um, and, and just kind of like blew me away. Um, and the more I like learned about entropy, the more I realized like I, I love to bring like that whole expertise and, and cryptography and interaction and, and just kind of the sleuthing side of things. So yeah, the front, we, like, we call the him forefront. the puzzle master. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Since since we are on the subject of entropy and he's a person of interest here. Um, I know we can't talk about it, but I did hear something about you taking a full career turn. And now this is what you're doing. So can can we get some insights on how did this happen? Why did you gain interest? Yeah, I kind of made a hard left in my life at, at one point. Um, so I started out in tech and worked for a major tech company doing board level repair. So micro soldering and firmware development. And then it's a, at a, a juncture decided to go back to university for anthropology and got into social science um, where I ended up in archeology span and through that started doing data science with Python. Um, and at that point just got really interested in cryptography just because of my background and now doing data science and started looking into cryptocurrency mainly as an investment, not in terms of utility, but once I got into the, the ecosystem, it really just caught my attention. And I started developing these puzzles just as a way to kind of learn just, just the inner workings and the technicalities of the blockchain. And it really just captured my attention and my imagination. And, you know, growing up in the, the 90s as a teenager, I used to love LucasArts games, like point and click adventures, solve puzzles. So that all kind of worked into it. And when I found myself in the Disco Solaris community, there was just a lot of community engagement and building or, or community building. And I kind of had free range to start developing these puzzles. And that's where I met Badger. And I guess the rest they say is history. Right. So since, since we are on the subject of you researching cryptocurrencies as an investment and just getting into that ecosystem more and more, can, can we talk about this transition of why did you end up into Cardano? Yeah. Um, so I started with Dogecoin. <laughs> and this was simply <laughs> because... I didn't that's, know any better. That's new. That's like the <laughs> elephant in the room. Better, it, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but that, that was my stepping stone. And after just a lot of research... And listening to Charles specifically talk a lot of his AMAs and his philosophy and coming from an academic background and then seeing the academic rigor behind blockchain development, like right away, it just, I said, yeah, that's where I need to be. That's where I want to be. So it was definitely Cardano's overall approach and academic rigor that drew me to the blockchain. Right. Here, listening to this, I just realized how much Charles has actually influenced us. Yeah. Right. And just listening him speak motivates us and makes us believe in the space. Right. So like shout out to Charles, man. He, he is the actual OG, man. There's no other OG in the space. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. 
Okay, now back to CKC. Can can we talk about? Okay, so you said that according to the lore, there there are some kids and they have started this club, right? So why do the kids have a blue skin? <laughs> can we talk about the design, the art? Yeah, so the artwork is all blank, right? That's that's his um, area of expertise. And when we first, he and I started talking about starting a project, he shared with me some of his previous artwork designs and specifically some of the characters that he drew around children that he's done for clients. Um, well, well, he'll create family portraits, essentially. Um, they stood out to me. And I said, this would be something that would be interesting for the NFT community, I think. Um, and so that's kind of where the design started. And, you know, we, we've, of course, done some research. I've, he's, uh, he, he wasn't as big into NFTs when we first met, um, but now he's, he's understanding the space more and more. And of course, he's done some research and has gathered some light inspiration from other projects and such. But ultimately we came down to this character, this kid's character, that's his strong suit and have layered some really fun attributes yeah. on top of it. Um, that's right. It, so, it does look yeah. unique and like crazy for sure. We're excited to share some additional sneak peeks. Um, and so are we going to show it in, in the video? I, I, I would be reluctant simply because I'm not, I, I didn't have it set up. Sorry. <laughs> um, so I got to share my screen and all that, but um, maybe we right. could include that in the post down below. Um, but we are sharing more with, I, I will put this out there. We are showing, sharing more sneak peeks with our OG community inside the discord. So if that's additional motivation for people. That just reminded me, I haven't even tried solving a puzzle yet. I, mm -hmm. I need to do it as after this point. Yeah, so the easiest <laughs> way to get in, now? yeah, the easiest way to get in is keep notifications on for our Twitter because that's where we're currently sharing these, um, I'll call them warm-up puzzles. Um, some of them are a bit trickier. Some of them are easier and it will just be first come, first serve in some cases. Um, so keeping notifications on with our Twitter is the easiest way to get in um, yeah, right so now. Man. <laughs> I had I had to do this because keeping notification on for the it's hard, community yeah. it's 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 a big big ball game man. So yes. we have spoke about this and, yes. and and we have we we do want to be careful that like you know from the main account um we you know we realize I think that even just like replying to someone might throw off notifications. Right. So um you know there are ways in which like the main account will just be um like you know, mainstream posts. And then if we need to do replies, we might do it off like side accounts to like prevent that if, you know, if someone does want to have the notifications on, then they're not going to like their phones ping in every time we interact with someone. We, we are, um, you know, trying to respect people's, um, you know, time as well with that. Right, right. This, this is the major reason why all of my phones and like Discord, <laughs> everything's on mute. It's always yeah. on mute. Because and that's the perfectly moment, fine. The moment yeah. I have it on, it just blasts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we, we totally understand that. Um, and, and, but that is a, a strategic decision, right? We have to make it so that, that some people are aware of how to get an OG status. And, and that's just a, a strategy choice that we've made. So like it or not, that's kind of the, <laughs> the case. Right. So, okay. 
Uh, this is a question for all of you together, right? Uh, the current puzzles. So who is the person in charge? It might be a specific person or all of you, but who is the person who has to give a green signal to the any of the puzzles you actually end up creating? Right. So who does that? Who takes the responsibility of creating a new puzzle? Because um, I have been through your Twitter, right? And yeah, you guys are doing some particular puzzles which are unique to the space. Agreed? Right. So uh, one of your tweets, I assumed was a binary code, ended up not being binary. I assumed it was hex. It did not end up being hex. And then I just gave up because I had another Zoom call. <laughs> right, so who, who is the person who is behind it? I, I know you all call Andropy the puzzle master. Should we, should we just call him the puzzle master? We'll call Six. him the puzzle master, yeah. I'll, right. I'll say there's, right now there's kind of two categories of puzzles. So a lot of the Twitter puzzles we as a team come up with um, and we tweet out, but these are what I would say warm-up puzzles to get people curious uh the puzzle master entropy he is the man in charge behind the scenes he's the big boy puzzles so <laughs> that's all that's all him and i'll let him speak to that as well right yeah so it it is a bit of a team effort like everybody signs off on agreed upon puzzles but really and truly like i've, I've never had so much fun they're just like yeah go go make puzzles and i kind of get to just be imaginative and creative and I'll come back and they'll be like, oh, what if we do this or that? And this connects to that. And they're just like, yeah, go for it. So it's really kind of this free range of creativity um, and being in a bear market, like it's just time to build. So having a lot of fun there, but um, trying to think of ways to, you know, bring engagement and fun and enjoyment and, form of utility to the space that like we're, we're not reinventing the wheel but just trying to amp it up a bit right if that makes sense yeah it, it all sounds interesting for sure right so right now what i believe is believe the uh, phase you are in is more of a testing the ground kind of phase you're trying to like amp up people and at the same time understand how many people are genuinely interested in some, doing something like this, right? So can, can we just talk about the worst case scenario? Okay, because we all know, uh, I mean, the Cardano uh, community is like small. Uh, as of right now, it's still young, it's still growing. It has miles to go ahead, right? But uh, at the end of it, we all know there's uh, a particular mindset which is yet common across blockchains which is just get in get the role get out right even yeah. if i don't actually end up interacting in the discord i have the role i will get the mint right just come flip go so yeah. uh, because it's an interaction based project even if you guys mint it someone flips it your main core value which you're providing would be the actual interaction with you take people through, right? It could be steps, it could be anything. However, you guys want to take it ahead. But the uh, fact remains the same, that you want people to come in and stay there, right? Even if it's just for an hour a day. 
so how are you guys i i i get that you there there are things which are long term and you cannot say everything but in terms of values how do you want people to actually come stay and just be there this is probably a good badger question as community lead <laughs> yeah um so obviously it's a really difficult question and obviously being so early we're very much in like the fledgling stage of, of a community where you know everyone in the server like you can you know see everyone in the server and, and it's not like the chat's flying and, and so on so it's a very good time for us to you know introduce ourselves to the people who you know we see as like potentially being the core of our community going forward um so for example the, the first five people who ever broke in to our community they have their own special role and, and we're sharing a bit more with them you know trying to get more feedback from them and um, we're inviting them as well um to if they if they choose to and we'll work with them on that like make their own puzzles which we can put out there and, and help people um gain you know og status and so it's you know hopefully about you know identifying these very early people who, you know, they had to solve something to get in. So it wasn't like they just clicked a link. We've, I don't think we've ever actually just put a, a link out there. Um, and then say to them, like, you know, if, if you, you're almost, you can take some ownership of what we're doing if you, if you choose and, and we'll support you with that and, and, you know, have that kind of the back and forth relationship. Um, and going forward, you know, I like to think that, you know, we can maybe do more stuff like that where it's like, you know, having maybe having puzzles in the, in the discord just to keep people interacting but you know speak to them build that community where you know more than just like spamming lfg like creating those relationships yeah. and so at, at every opportunity you know we want to like reward and encourage just genuine interaction and, and i and that's like i what i believe is is very important um because you know we you know we're a small team and and perhaps we're somewhat niche but we believe that just if we go at our own pace, do things the way we do, we will, um, we will create the community that we believe is, is possible to create. So, for example, we did have a, a strategic meeting on Wednesday um, with one of our like kind of advisory partners, which we can talk about later if you want. Um, and um, you know, they we were talking about do we need should we open the Discord maybe and just try and get people in? And and, and me and Dai specifically were very you know stubborn on the fact that we would rather, you know, be slow and steady and build the community that we want to build. And I do and support comes, that decision. And, and when it comes to it, like we will have, you know, the, the people who have bought into our ideas and, and we have built a stronger relationship with um, over time, rather than opening the floodgates, trying to get the numbers in as, as many as possible. And then hoping that, you know, there is success from that because, and that is something that firstly, I'm not comfortable with. And secondly, I feel like it's more like a coin flip than something that we've create, curated because, you know, if you want to use the term build in a project, then you have to be trying to build it. You can't just leave it down to chance. And, you know, I, I'm confident that our approach with the community um, will work for that. Man, I 100% agree with what you're saying. Uh, but do any of you want to add something to it? Yeah, I think we're definitely, you could say incentivizing engagement through you know, the use of these puzzles, um, sheer enjoyment, but, you know, there's quite possibly even uh, prizes involved in this. But at the same time, like we're also educating people about cryptography and we are using a cryptographic blockchain, right? So 
there's this educational component. So we're trying to make it fun for people as well as um, right. maybe financially beneficial. So. Right. So, okay. Okay. Now, since we're talking about the audience, so uh, let's just say for the conversation's sake, right? Uh, puzzles are meant for everybody, right? It's, it's the puzzles are solved by mental power. That's you, you need brains and nothing else. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, so puzzles are for everybody. It does not matter who tries to solve it, which age do they belong to, but um, will there be a specific targeting in terms of whom do you, which category of audience do you want that particular puzzle to be solved with, right? So will there be categorization according to uh, like, let's just say age or the kind of uh, backgrounds they have, because that's always a plus point for someone, right? And if someone's into, so let's just say uh, Anthropy decides to create a puzzle, which is more of a, more leaning towards people who are into tech, right? It's, it's, it just becomes one-sided. For them right, right. It's, it's just an easy win for everyone uh whoever is from tech so will there be segregations like this obviously this is something which would be done later on in discord when you have a lot of people uh interacting at the same time uh it has to be done on a large scale it cannot be specifically tailored for just few people because it takes time and effort but uh is this something which you guys want to do because then uh i understand i understand that you guys already know that that there would be a lot of segregations and then a lot of different persons going out at the same time. So is that something you have in the mind or is that something you are talking about right now? How, what's that looking like right now? Probably a good question for Entropy. We've talked about it a lot, but I think yeah. Entropy has a, a strong grasp on that. Yeah, I think like we in some of the work I did previously that, that Badger saw and, and kind of uh, tipped him off to what I was doing before he brought me in was very complex. Um, and I kind of got to field test it in another community. And I actually did receive some really good feedback. I even had one person just who did manage to solve some of these things, but come to me and talk to me directly and just be like, why would you do this? Like, this is insane. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we started to think about it and tried to develop puzzles that were tangible for even the non-technical, but with a component of cryptography still in it. So I know we've been um, doing some QA with people who are non-technical and receiving a po positive feedback on it, which has been good for us. Um, but yeah, th there's definitely multiple tiers. Um, so there are, you know, very novice level type puzzles, but then very intricate puzzles. And again, this is where it gets tricky because I don't want to say too much. Um, but there are like multiple avenues and different areas the community will be able to participate. I, I think what you're alluding to, Greg, as well, is some people are more tech savvy. And some people maybe, I think Badger is actually a great example of this. Back in the day, he's done some fantastic internet sleuthing on different projects. Um, so there's, there's different categories of people that have different skill sets. 
right, right now, for example, are uh, warm up puzzles that are on Twitter sort of cater to those who understand Discord and how to access Discord. So we understand there's going to be different categories of, of people that are, um, you know, understand our puzzles at different levels. And we're cognizant of that. And we're going to try our best to keep that balanced. Um, that being said, let's say, for example, there is a puzzle that's quite technical and challenging. At some point, someone from the technical side is going to solve it. Right. And it's going to get out, right? We can't stop that. So even if you're not necessarily technically savvy, there's layers to these puzzles. It's not just a one and done. So once a step like that is solved, and let's say you're more in the sleuthing category, you're not in the technical category, um, you'll see the solution and kind of easily get to the next stage if, in a sense. So there will be a balance um, and we're gonna do um, as best we can to keep that fair for everybody. But we do understand that everybody has their strengths. So it just kind of is what it is. You, you know what's what's going on in my head while you're speaking that it, it, is this something I do because that's my profession, like long-term strategy and stuff. Uh, in my mind, it's like something like to end up giving a puzzle. It's it's a good good as puzzle. People take time to uh, solve it, and you're like, yeah, it's done. It's probably done. It's it's nothing. You guys are the winner. Go ahead. And then someday someone just randomly sees that puzzle again and tries solving and there's just a whole different level which was behind it and no one actually saw it for, for in the first time and someone solves it for the second time and uh, it comes to a totally different solution and you're like, yeah, that's the right answer. Here's a price. High five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think on that as well, like, you know, the plan is, you know, potentially like to have like, you know, chains of puzzles that, you know, maybe like, simple stages over time perhaps become more complex or change in level and so that you, you are right that theoretically like someone may you know get further than before if, if it's something that that hasn't been solved to that extent but there right. has been like previous layers of interaction which hopefully would you know give people's you know satisfaction taking part as well new projects which are building right now along with you how would you put out and where do you think, uh, not comparing projects, obviously, but where do you think you would stand out? Because yes, it's a very niche audience which you're targeting to, and that's actually a good thing because that's how you can have more traction. But where do you, where would you put CKC in the map? It's a good question. Um, if either of you want to jump in, kind of formulating. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a tricky one because it's hard to know. We're in quite an early stage as to like where we will end up. But I will say that, you know, we've been building this for a time, but it does feel that the timing is almost right in that, you know, there are other projects that seem to be out or on the way out that do have, you know, a bit, you know, similar interaction levels to what we're doing, which is, you know, exciting because it means that, you know, they, you know, we can potentially all push each other forwards um and you know maybe as well like everyone can help open up the community to the kind of thing that we're doing that you know if, if another project is also building a lot of interaction and then maybe there's more people in the community who come to understand that you know maybe just joining the discord and leaving and waiting for midday and, and minting it and flipping it isn't 
you know, where we're at in the market right now with, you know, being in a bear, you know, market and, and less just like direct hype. But I think as well, we, we do feel that there is elements to what we're doing that we haven't seen before. We're not saying they haven't been done because it's impossible to be all knowing about NFTs in general and, and so on. But, you know, we, we feel that like we are bringing something unique in, in the way we're approaching things and hopefully um, bring in interaction, um, whether it, you know, for example, as I said earlier, we, we believe that, you know, at every point that we interact with um, the community, you know, there will be like some level of interactive puzzles, whether it be, you know, on YouTube or Twitter or Discord or on the website or, you know, other platforms that will be out. And, and, and I feel that it is unique, even though there are similarities, but I think the similarities are also a positive. Yeah, yeah because it's a proof of concept, right? So there are other um, communities, other projects out there that are doing um, elements of the same vein of cryptic elements. And maybe and and maybe our our niche is like we are as puzzly as you can get. <laughs> like we are we are encompassing that on all sides as much as we can. And I think the the main differentiator for our our project, just to shout them out honestly, is is entropy. Like we have a secret weapon. <laughs> and uh well, both Badger and I are fairly competent on the NFT side. We know what's going on in the market. We understand projects. The puzzle master is the key. And uh, him bringing his skill set to the project and uh, what we've got in store, we're just very excited to see how it plays out with the community. Okay. Now, um, a suggestion from my end. Uh, a pro probably probably very um, what do you call it sadistic uh, but a suggestion nevertheless how about you guys scour the NFT space and whenever you spot someone doing even nichely anything cryptic in terms of puzzle how about CKC just jumps in solves it and, and be like that was pretty easy well i would say there it's quite funny that there is um something that we saw from another project that looked pretty exciting and it was put together really well um that we were talking about and dice brought it up and me and entropy were like oh someone did that in a community that we're part of like just quietly uh like yeah. two months ago and and like to be honest like Entropy was just like, oh yeah, it's a this cipher, and it just did it. And we were like, and I was like, all right, cool. And I, so, yeah, I no problem. Like, it's easy. I had, like, a piece of paper, and I was like using Google, and I was like trying, like, to, trying to figure and, this out here. And you know, like I honestly believe, like if we put him to the task, like Entropy would be able to do that kind of thing. Uh, so don't let us down. <laughs> well, obviously, okay. you know, I don't think it's about like. Um, you know, trying to brag and compare. It's just like no, no, no. That's that's um, not the intention. Yeah. No, of course. But <laughs> on like on a personal level, I hundred percent believe like we could just like throw entropy at like a problem and it, it you know it solve itself almost just in its right, Because I, I I remember I myself used I think pigeon cipher and Morse code in projects. I myself have done that, and. I, I might be wrong, but I, I think I was the first person to actually mass use Morse code to actually market a project, right? I started the, the project's first tweet just started off with the Morse code and that's how I built up that project uh, 
basically from ground up. Uh, yeah, so there are people who are interested in something like this because obviously they don't see it on a regular uh, day on in NFTs, right? So it is interesting, but yeah, uh, I mean, like if entropy just goes around uh, project, <laughs> just scouring puzzles and solving it, just imagine, imagine people seeing tweets and entropy solving it nonstop. <laughs> that's that's all they have on their wall. <laughs> it's a fun and idea. Maybe, yeah, if they let ahead. me out of the lab. To, yeah, to some puzzles. I mean, I'm pretty busy, but yeah, maybe when we get some things finished up, I'll uh, take a tour around Twitter and see what I can do. That's um, exactly <laughs> it. I was going to say he's he's so ingrained in, in building right now. It's right. it's it's a balancing act. But yeah, maybe we maybe we let him loose. I mean, we'll you see. know what you should do: entropy a puzzle free day on Wednesdays, and we just <laughs> yeah, there we go. Finishes work at what one thirty two a.m. and he sees DM and like dice badges, non-stop links. Links to all the puzzles <laughs> in across all projects. <laughs> yeah, if you ever see a puzzle on Twitter, just tag entropy. Yep. <laughs> oh, that's no, that's, sorry, that's what I'm going to do. Uh, <laughs> okay, now 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 we know uh, we know the how essential entropy is to the project, right? And uh, the team itself is very essential. They ha- uh, everyone has their specific roles they have to do, obviously because it's. It's the founding team. Everybody just does everything. But in terms of focus points, uh, what would Dice and Badger you say? What was what is exactly your focus point? Something that you cannot deviate from, no matter what. Yeah. So myself as as project lead, um, you know, I come from a background of of finance, but in a, a project management capacity. Um, so that's my strengths and sort of just juggling all the different aspects of the project, keeping things in line, uh, making sure that uh, strategic partnerships are in line, um, overseeing pretty much all aspects of the project is, is essentially my role. Um, and I'm familiar with that from my previous, my IRL job uh, and that background. Badger, how about you? So as like the community manager, um, so I, you know, I, I want to say like since like the beginning of me like coming into CarNFTs, I feel like I was pretty active and just like getting to know a lot of people, dealing with things, and you know, I I have, I have in the past I guess worked in a lot of like customer service kind of roles. Um, and I feel like I'm pretty just like laid back and you know, chatty, and I can you know engage with anyone about anything. Um, and then I you know I do also kind of work you know, quite a lot. There are like partnerships that we're working on, um, collaborations and, you know, having been quite like active in the space and, you know, getting to know a lot of people, I feel like that is something that, you know, like every person is going to bring their own like network of who they know. And, and I like to think that, you know, mine is, you know, relatively, you know, well-developed and, you know, and some people just, you know, they, they've been in, you know, one project and they've sat in it and they just know that community. I feel like I, I do know, um, the, the grander, you know, Cardano community in some ways quite well. Um, and I, I, you know, I did, you know, I have, I have done modding. I have, you know, an admin and um, staff on the team of already in a successful project. So, you know, I've been, I've been through being on a team before and, you know, having the men and the hype and the craziness and dealing with the issues and the stress of it. And so that, that is something that I know I'm, I'm fully capable of dealing with again. And, um, you know, each time you do it, you're more and more prepared. So. Right. So, um, 
let's talk about how important is uh, for a project to build, right? Uh, in, in terms of long-term viability, right? The bear market is the best time for anybody to build, right? And this is actually also the time where it's, it's a make it or break it for all the projects. Everyone who with like short-sightedness, even if it was a really awesome, good project and a very good team behind it, if, it, if it's even natively short-sighted, it won't work out because that's that, that's just how bear market is, right? So in terms of building a project and in, in your case, uh, where every time a project starts, it's it's always about when submit, right? So what's that in terms of your approach? What's that target? Yeah, so the, are you talking about mint date? Mint date and your thoughts about how a bear market would actually you know, effect yeah. uh, towards a Yeah, so as Badger alluded to earlier, we are focusing strategically on building a community that would find value in the, the uh, puzzles and, and stuff that we're building. So it's, it's more a matter of gauging when that community is ready. Um, and we don't have a current date set for Mint or anything like that. Um, but you, as a project in the bear market, um, it is a, a tightrope walk in a sense um, where you do have to gauge market sentiment. You have to understand timing. And we want to be careful that um, we, you know, when we mint, we're going to have a strong community ready to take that next step with us. The other thing that Badger mentioned actually in a, a separate um, space this past week that I thought was pretty insightful is what we're building does not depend on the mint. Um, so a lot of people will make these promises from their project saying we're doing X, Y, and Z, and it'll all be after the mint date because they need funding for it. Um, our assets as a project are ourselves. What we're bringing to the project is the project we can certainly expand the degree and the, uh, the fun element perhaps um, if there's additional funding for that, but the project premise and what we're building currently, that won't change. Um, if you wanna expand on that Badger, I thought you had a great answer for that the other day. Yeah, I mean, how I see it is that like, you know, we've, we've already been doing this for a while and the things that you know, especially like entropy has been taking the lead on, have already been being put together for a period of time, you know, prior to having that kind of funding. And, and that, you know, if, if one person mints, that person, you know, can still take part in all the things that have been put in place, you know, and if, you know, however many people, which would be the full mint or sellout, take part, you know, then, you know, that's also gonna be just as interactive for each individual, right? And then, you know, with, with more funding, I said, you know, maybe we could do more extravagant things, but, you know, there's, there's definitely going to be like, you know, a minimum level of, of how much we can put forward. It's not like, for example, you know, if we were developing something that was like quite technical, like a game and it's like, well, okay, well, we didn't make the funds, so this isn't going to happen or we have to like try and do it, cut back or extend the, the timeline of it. That's not the case. Like everything that, we can do we are doing and 
you know, potentially that's just based off, you know, the, as I said, like the, the, the brain power that's been brought into it and, and different aspects. Okay. Um, that's that's yeah. actually a great answer. That's actually a very good approach for actually any project out there. Of, of would, course, we understand with projects which have like things they have to do and they need good funding for that. But apart from that, I think that's the best approach. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I think uh, Entropy, do you have any thoughts on that as well? Yeah, I think at the end of the day, it's all about building something we would want to enjoy ourselves and something we're proud of, you know, something we're happy to invest ourselves in um, prior to the existence of uh, any kind of capital. So it's really just about, at the end of the day, what makes us happy. Right. Talking about what makes us happy. Sorry, sorry to cut you off. Yeah, go ahead. I, I guess I would just add uh, the cherry on top to that uh, train of thought is um, going along with if everything succeeds, do quite well, um, we mint out easily. I think people will see that we are doing our best to put that funding back into the user experience, actually. And we have several elements that we can't talk about right now. Um, but uh, we're excited to share that help us bring it to the next level, assuming we mint out. So again, if we if we don't mint out, that's fine. We still have a, a core project that we're going to be delivering. But if we do, there's certain elements that elevate that to the next, and it's just, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. So, right, so can we elaborate on those certain elements? Nope. <laughs> I just like yet. tell you to like no, not gonna nope. happen, man. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, every time like that with with the certain things have coming up and that you know with you know partners that we have that you know we can share these things with because we know like it's gonna stay with right. my circle. Obviously. It's I'm always like, oh my god, this thing happened. Like you should see what Andrew has put together. Like I can't wait. You know, and it's sad because like I, every opportunity someone like learns about the project, it's like oh, I just wish I could share it with you. So I mean, like. That excitement, I think, is something that if we can firstly, like, you know, almost going back to drawing people in, like, if we can carry over that energy and that excitement, I'm confident that other people will, like, buy into our idea. But also then when it comes to, like, um, you know, execution, you know, if there's other people that get excited by it like we do on the user end, then it's going to be really great. Where's, where's that NDA I can sign over right now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe after maybe, we'll, we'll maybe stream. We'll yeah. <laughs> right. So, so uh, talking about uh, fun and good times, right? I always prefer to either end the interview with a very serious question or I just laugh it off. Right now, I'm in the mood of laughing it off. So, let's talk about the first impressions the team had of each other. Nice. Okay. Yeah. We'll go. We'll go each. We'll go each. Right. Put me on the spot here. Um, Okay. It. So with Badger, um, we met in the Ada Ninjas Discord, and so I'm trying to think back of a first impression. It's been so long. I don't remember our first interaction. Mm -hmm. But in general, I would say with Badger, I absolutely love how a couple things how intensely in tuned to the community he is number one um he doesn't just follow drama and stuff like that the the daily 
ups and downs of the NFT community. You know, he he has some serious thought behind, um, you know, any of those activities, and he provides value based on his commentary. And I just love that he does that on Spaces. He does that in the Discords that we see, um, and and that element's fantastic. The other thing I would say is. I absolutely love his sense of humor. It jives very well with mine. He's he's got a very dry sarcasm approach, <laughs> and it's great. Uh, what did what did you say the other day? In um, I think it was Shark Tank. Somebody asked about OG roles, and you said it was a nepotism club. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. It was so if you know Badger, you're in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They were like, "Oh yeah, so because we know you, can we get some roles?" I was like, "Yeah." definitely absolutely um yes. which um you know isn't the case but yeah um, <laughs> that's not yeah that I, I yeah I, I i think well that's it's hard to go it's hard to like yeah. go on from that i feel like that was some praise which you were well, trying I to would get say, to laugh right give, give <laughs> so us give, I'll, I'll you can take another second i'll switch over to entropy real quick because badger introduced me to entropy and this is relatively uh newer so i do remember kind of our first interaction he um sent a picture to a group chat a group dm that we have in discord um and it was a i don't know where in his home it is but it looks like a built a bookshelf and it's just full of he alluded to this earlier um old microsoft games uh lucas art sorry not microsoft sorry and like monkey island um i'm trying to remember off the top of my head but but when i saw that picture i i immediately felt like this connection because those are my jam too um, and I knew that we were going to have a successful project at that moment, even though I didn't know anything about him. He just sent a picture. It's like, right. ah, yes. <laughs> Great connection. Just there. imagine joining a chat and pictures for you, man. Yep. This is it. <laughs> <laughs> so that told me all I needed to know about entropy. Yep. Yep. Right. Pictures worth, worth a thousand words. So. That's true. That's true. Uh, entropy, I would like for you to go to second. Yeah. Well, I guess my first uh, introduction was to Badger, and I met him through another community. And right off the bat, like the way he carries himself, uh, the way he speaks, you can tell he's just a very intelligent individual. Um, and he's really good at thinking on his feet. Like you throw something at him and he may take like a second to calibrate, but boom, he's on it. And you can always kind of have confidence that wherever you put him, like he's, he's going to pull through and he's done amazing things with our community management so far and just exceeds in areas that I know aren't my favorite to work in. So it's, it's great having him around. Um, and dice. Yeah. I guess that first time we met, I threw up that picture, but, um, right off the bat, I could tell like dice was the man in charge, so to speak, but, um, he's kept the train running impeccably like since day one and I've just been so impressed with his team lead abilities and for me again like not my strong suit I'm a little aloof and you know always lost in thought so he's made sure that anytime I need something or I need to connect with someone like it's done and it's just felt like such a well-rounded team um, everybody communicates and gets along really really well that yeah I've been loving it since day one can, can we pause for a second and Anthropy, I would like for you to like explain your Zoom profile picture, man. Well, I am the puzzle master, so it is, I guess you could say, the silhouette of 
the character that will be revealed. Um, it actually has quite a, a fair bit of revealing information on it <laughs> um, that I was surprised. I asked our artist Blink um, if he could do a couple things that resembled me. And the detail on it <laughs> is so frighteningly good that when I saw it, like I, I jumped out of my seat, I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. So it will be revealed in time um, along with a few of the other characters. So for now, you get a teaser. <laughs> okay. Okay, uh, before you move on to Badger, uh, I, I correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Dice and Anthropy are uh, along the same time zones and Badger is separate, right? Correct. So how, how, how does the team catch up? Because uh, from my conversation with Badger, this is what I understood is that he's the only person who's actually alive at that point. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we... We have um, the, like we, we do like have quite sporadic calls, but one thing that I do think is really great is that um, so we're on the Lady Ninjas launch pad, and so we, we meet with them weekly, um, every week at some time, and if, if not more. And um, it's for me, it's like a really nice like eleven a.m. And for the ninjas guys, they're based in Australia, and like they're ready to go to bed. And then <laughs> poor Dyson Entropy, it's like. I guess, is it 5 a.m. or something? 5 a.m. for me. Yeah. <laughs> and they, and they so rock up. We're always on camera and they're just like cradling their coffees. Like, Coffee. you know, I'm like, it's not like, I, I imagine always like just like a, and a metaphorical blanket just around them as they're just like, yeah. I'm like, morning guys, you're all right. I'm I just rolled out of bed. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and I love that. And, you know, we make it work, but, um, you know, it's, it's great for me. Um <laughs> Uh, this is just this is just too funny because um, I know I I I hold held the interview at what two a.m. Uh, my time zone and like I I prefer not to like move around the time for the projects I'm interviewing so I try to accommodate the time from my end and that just happened to fall at two a.m. and they were all concerned okay so <laughs> it's two a.m. and they knew that I was uh, stuck with some work which kept me for days right and they were like very concerned did you before I st we started like recording the call they were like did, how many cups of coffee did you have <laughs> <laughs> uh, do, do you do you almost like take a quick nap or something <laughs> so stuff like this happens that but it, honestly it's fun it's fun because this is the only time we can actually do it and it's something you're doing it from our heart right right so now something out from our heart Badger, take it ahead, man. Your first impressions. Okay, so as I said, like it's hard to really know about, um, you know, things things with dice like when we first met because like when you try to remember like many months ago in the Discord server, but you know he he used to host um, like a community space for the Eight Ninjas community, um, and I always I always just thought he's just like a really amiable like guy that's really likable and you can just you, I feel like you can talk with him like. Um, we could, we definitely have as well and talked where it's like, oh, we'll just jump in the car for like 20 minutes. And then it's been like two hours and, and so much time's gone by. And it is, it definitely feels like, you know, there is, there is like a, a level of like, you know, strong friendship there that's just really natural. But I think as well, like from what I've seen with him and in, interacting with others, it's just natural for him where maybe that, and I think that's really suitable for his kind of role where he can just interact with people and get them on board and, in, in a way where everyone is always happy um, to, to, to interact with him. And, and as I said as well, we, we do share like similar sense of humor and so on, which 
is always really helpful, especially because like, you know, there has been times where it's been a bit stressful and, and there's definitely more stressful times to come, right? Um, right. You know, and being around people like that, I, I, you know, makes me feel much more comfortable where it's like, oh, if things get difficult and then you, you know, you try and interact with people all the time and there's that level of like, if they're just stressing about it, um, then I, you know, that would maybe kind of give me cold feet, but that's not the case at all. Um, and then entropy, um, initial impression, I think was just mystery, which is funny. I had no idea about the guy and like, um, yeah, cause we, we knew each other somewhat and he was like originally just like a, a PFP and a server that I thought was like, oh, this is an interesting figure. And then, you know, when, when I learned more about the puzzle stuff, I was like, who is this guy? Because he was honestly, he, this is funny. He, he, he wrote these blog articles that were like anthropological like societal um your commentary of of a discord community and i was like this is insane like who is this guy and then i found out that embedded in that commentary was um cryptographer cryptography puzzles right and then he sent these people on this like wild hunt to try and work it out just and, and there was you know there's no like reason for him to do this other than that he wanted to and he was just wanted to like you know, almost like he wanted to like challenge and potentially like the community itself was a puzzle for him. And he wanted to work out like what people were capable of or whether people would interact. Um, but then, you know, getting to know him more is like, you know, he is a human surprisingly um, behind that picture. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he's a really great guy, but there's, you know, there's, there's a really like interesting mind behind it. You know, someone who would go out from hard tech to invest in you know, like social science, but at every level there's always like a science and i think maybe to no one else but to him there seems to be like a real strong like method like mythology behind methodology behind everything um so yeah i just, I just think it's brilliant that's that's awesome man and, and probably do you have something to reply to badger <laughs> <laughs> yeah that big heartfelt thing um yeah <laughs> i think i have something for the team and and badger kind of touched upon it it was just yeah once i guess the gears kind of started to fall into place and turn together it was just very apparent that something clicked really really well and i feel like i'm able to communicate ideas and everyone is kind of always on the same level and yeah it, it kind of feels like making beautiful music right now so Wow. Okay. It's a great metaphor for it. Yeah. I was going to do one that was even worse where it was like, it was like, you know, you put the last piece into a jigsaw and it's just yeah. like, I was going to tell together that. Yeah. Uh, maybe that was a bit too on the nose. <laughs> yeah. The puzzle master does it better. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. That's, that's why we like it. Right. So, so, uh, cause Blink could join us. How about not talking about talking behind the back of the guy, but just one word for Blink from all three of you. So I, I guess I know Blink the 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 best. Um, I you know we have actually met in person. Um, we're we're acquaintances. We didn't we weren't friends um, initially, well before the project or anything. This is our primary like interaction. Um, but what I know about him is he is absolutely intentional in everything he does and he wants to give his best 
in, in all of those elements. And not just on the artwork. I will say, I'm, without going into too much detail, um, you know, there are certain elements of his personal life, um, let's say family life, where he is, um, yeah, I, I, I'm sorry, I can't go into too much detail, but he's like the foundation, we'll put it that way. And, and he's, he just puts up, puts so much of himself out there um, to make sure that those around him uh, succeed. And he's just a really great guy. Um, so from what I understand, Anthropy is like the working brain and uh, Blink here, our man is like the backbone for it. <laughs> I'd, I'd call him kind of the, the heart behind the project, yeah. you know? Oh. Um, yeah, <laughs> That's cute. he's a little bit of a softie. <laughs> yeah. well, that's guy. nice, that's nice, man. What I would say about him from like, you know, the interaction that I have hasn't been too personal, but I get the feeling he's just really stylish and I don't know why. <laughs> um, yes, our first and, meeting, I, you could tell that, yeah. I just, I just feel like- Is, is he like, like drippy? No, like really like just in like a calm, comfortable, Style, in a clean cut way, sense. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, just oozes good vibes. Yeah, it's yes. Like, yes. It's just like a really quiet confidence. It's great. Okay. Uh, the word I'm getting is silent killer, and I don't think that's the correct yeah. word, but. Yeah, maybe. I'm, no, I mean, he's very silent humble as well. Yeah. He is humble. He is quieter. Um, yeah, but I, think, I think humble is the better mm -hmm. word, but for me, like, I, th I think Blink is the foundation, like all this is forming around a specific art styling. And he is, you know, very creative and very stylistic um, and very skilled artistically. But in just my dealings, like, yeah, humble, but the guy is just super chill. Like one of the most just down to earth, friendly guys you could, that, that's so easy to talk to. So I love working with him. For whatever reason, I just want to have one more last question. By any chance, does the art in any way link up to opposite? Where's that NDA? It's <laughs> <laughs> a good question. Uh, I'll say that. Yeah, yeah, that's a great question, Garang. I would uh, uh, keep asking that question. Maybe, <laughs> yeah, maybe after that we can. Uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe after I stop this recording. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Possibly. Yeah. Right. Well, but yeah, with, with that, maybe. yeah, with, <laughs> with that mysterious ending of a question, thank you guys for being here. It, it was amazing to talking to you people and knowing more about Crypto Kids Club. I'm sure there's a lot more coming, and I just want the mystery to keep on going first. If it's not mysterious, what is it even, right? So thank you guys for being here. Thank Stay you. tuned. People go follow Crypto Kids Club. Stay tuned. Possibly turn on your notification. And you know what? Happy puzzling, guys. Thank you for being thank here. Thank you so much, Greg. Thanks, yeah, for, thanks having for having us. Thanks so much. This was great.